LOL. Look who it is. It's me. I'm back. I'm back in business, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> and I've been gone, I'll admit. Yes, I've been gone. I haven't been posting regular lately, uh, but it's not my fault, okay? I had a little thing called COVID. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Here we are, the disease I've been talking shit about for the last <laughs> year and a half. It uh, it got me. And it, honestly, like, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Obviously, I put in an episode while I had it. You guys saw that. That was in, like, the midst of when I had it. That was, like, the smack dab middle of when I had it. Um, but it did put me out of commission uh, for a little bit, and it 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 it. it Set me behind, okay? So cut me some slack. Um, it, the funny thing about it was just the timing was so bad. That was what was terrible about COVID. Um, so let's get this out of the way first. Let's talk about my COVID experience before jumping in to the show. Um, I received this disease, <laughs> and... It uh, was very mild, so I was very lucky, okay? It was very mild. It wasn't anything crazy. I probably had hangovers worse than this. The worst thing about it was, A, the timing. It ruined my trip for 4th of July, as I talked about, and it put me behind at work. That stinks, and it just lingered, and you lost your sense of taste and smell, and that's the worst part about it, honestly, because I love to eat because I'm a huge, disgusting, fat pig, and I like to indulge myself on food, so sue me, okay? Shosh. Shosh. And uh, that was the worst thing about it. And it took some time to get back. Also, there's some brain fog associated with it. You don't, you can't really think straight, and that's pretty annoying, right? You can't, um, you can't focus on on things. I would like open up emails, and I couldn't like comprehend what was in the emails. It was very bizarre. I was very, I was fairly tired. I was sleeping a lot, and it just took a while to get over. So it was just annoying. It was a inconvenience. Uh, but the timing was the worst thing about it. Like, if I would have gotten this any other week, literally almost any other week in the last year and a half, I would have been like, all right, whatever, fine. I'll take some time off work. I'll get better. But no, it was just terrible, terrible timing. <laughs> and um, so excuse me for not posting consistently the last couple weeks. I actually did record an episode um, with my brothers. I did a um, another brother episode a week, two, week and a half ago, and the audio is, is completely fucked. <laughs> so that's fun. I spent all this time setting up all the equipment. The audio doesn't work. So I'm trying to figure out a way to salvage that, but I don't know that it's salvageable. The audio was recording from my computer rather than recording from microphones. It's all very boring technical stuff. But I actually did record an episode that I was supposed to put out last week, but I ended up not because last week was super busy and I didn't have time to focus on trying to fix the audio, which I don't even know is salvageable. Okay, so shush. <laughs> and also, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I'm engaged. British Beth isn't here today. Well, she's here, but she's not in the episode. And uh, that's because we're both busy little tykes. We have a busy life. We're popular people. People are constantly hitting us up. Hey, Matt, want to go to the farmer's market? Hey, hey, Matt and Beth, you guys are the hottest couple in town. Do you want to come to our party so that more people come? That's the kind of thing we're dealing with. Okay? We're celebrities. And a, a British-American couple is one of the hottest things to exist. And if you add Beth and me into that equation as being the British and the American, then we're just way hotter than everyone, okay? So not a lot of notes today. 
I'm going to be rusty. <laughs> I, I say that every, like, I think every couple months I'll be like, oh, I'm rusty. <laughs> it's because I don't post consistently enough. And it's tough. I put a lot of work and effort into these things for you guys. And I don't want the quality to suffer. I don't want to just put out an episode for the sake of putting out an episode. So excuse me. Okay. Doing my best here. But yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. I, I'm in mint condition. I obviously kicked COVID's ass. So you should clap for me. And if you want to send me well wishes or you want to send me gift cards or anything, you want to send me some beer, send me a Hallmark greeting card, uh, then do that because that's allowed. And I encourage that. But moving on, COVID's done. That's in the past. Thank God. My smile and taste are coming back. Thank God. There's nothing worse than biting into one of your favorite foods and it just tastes like sand. It stinks. Okay, it stinks, but it's coming back. It's coming back. This, um, this, the whole thing too. Like I said, we're planning a wedding, and I had to go see uh, wedding venues a couple days ago, and that's and that's fun, I suppose, <laughs> but not really, is it? Because you're just walking around and you're asking the same questions to every venue, and you're really just getting a feel for the location and the people who are running the property and you know you're trying to envision something you know every little boy's dream wedding (laughs) you're trying to envision all of that i don't have a dream wedding you know people keep asking me which by the way if you if you've asked me to stop asking me this well so what details do you want to include in the wedding i don't fucking know dude i don't know i just want to get married all right, we can figure all the little details out as we go. I don't have this like vision in my head since I was six years old of my dream, perfect, wonderful wedding. I know a lot of girls do, and I, maybe there's some guys out there. Andy Bernard, shout out. Every little boy's dream to have his magical wedding, but not for me. I just, I just want it to work out okay, and I want it to not be $10,000. <laughs> I want it to be small, and I want, it to not cost anything, which is next to impossible to do because people exploit you for wedding costs. And that's just this, the state of the world we live in today. And I don't exactly live in the cheapest city in the entire world. So that complicates things. But I got to see some venues, which was cool. This past weekend, um, I was in Palm Springs um, for my friend Lauren's birthday. So shout out, Lauren, if you're listening, which I think you are. Happy birthday to you. We had some people at a house in Palm Springs. That was fun. And it's always fun going to Airbnbs because you never know what you're going to get. You never know. And I feel like the owners get crazier and crazier as the years go on and you hear crazier and crazier stories. And I'm not like leading this up to say some crazy story about the owners, but I am going to slander them (laughs) because there's some weird things going on in this Airbnb. And let me explain what I mean by that. Palm Springs has a lot of great Airbnbs. There's their mansions, they have pools and volleyball courts and sometimes mini golf things and jacuzzis and outdoor bars and and such. Um, But it's obviously very hot in Palm Springs. The owners can get a little uh, anal about air conditioning. Don't keep the air conditioning on too long or too low. Uh, don't Don't heat the pool which is a stupid rule. Uh, I'm using your pool. I don't want it to be freezing cold at night if I'm staying there, not in summer months. Um, and, uh, you know, they obviously don't want people to trash the place, which I get. I get all that stuff. But 
you know, some people's rule books are a trip <laughs> to walk through. And this was one of those places. You walk into the house, and the best way I can describe it is if you've ever been to a cheesecake factory, you've been to this house before because it's a cheesecake factory when you walk in. And you know what I'm talking about. It has this old mid-2000s decor, right? A lot of maroons, a lot of gold, right? There's like tassels on the pillows and stuff. The wallpaper has these weird designs on it. The light fixtures are very restaurant-esque. It's supposed to look foreign or something, but you're like, I don't, that's not what this looks like. It just looks like a cheesecake factory. It's like this weird, what is it, like a Moroccan or like Turkish type of vibe? It's a very strange <laughs> decoration choice. But that's what this house was. And then you start going around and, 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 and you start snooping. Because that's the number one thing you're supposed to do when you go to an Airbnb. When I get to an Airbnb, the first thing I do is snoop. Okay? <laughs> I want to snoop. I want to snoop around your house and I want to get a feel for the house that I'm staying in. Open some medicine cabinets. You know, maybe go down to the entertainment center. See what kind of DVDs and movies they have. What are they into? What's this? What's the vibe of this family? What's their backstory? What's the history to this Cheesecake Factory family? You got to snoop. It makes the experience so much more enjoyable. And is that respectful? Nope. But I'm a snooper. It's a stranger's house. I'm never going to see him again. I don't know these people personally. But I felt like I did because, <laughs> because of their stupid house. It had so many pictures of them everywhere it made it uncomfortable and you know what i'm talking about you go to an airbnb and there's just pictures of the family and the people who live there everywhere and you're just like i feel like i'm intruding or i broke into someone's house <laughs> and it does not feel normal or natural and the pictures are all again early 2000s like photo shoot poses like the, one of the pictures like their daughter's wearing like a fedora hat and she's like oh she's like trying to dress sexy and like you know the the, the family did like matching photos of them all wearing white with khakis and they're doing, you know, that kind of thing. And they're everywhere. And they have photos of them from like 1999 and 2002. And then there's a couple from like 2010. You can see the family aging and you can kind of understand the family dynamic. And that always makes it weird. <laughs> you can just feel the energy of the family in the house. And that's what this was. Or not a house, a cheesecake factory, because that's where we stayed. <laughs> There's fountains outside, you know. There's live, laugh, love stuff. Inspire. There's a, 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 a little placard thing above the bed that said inspire. Ooh, wow, unique, cool, interesting, fun. They have these little, you know, wooden de decorations everywhere with sayings on them that no one's ever said. But they're just corny and weird. Like it says, sometimes the littlest things take up the most room in our hearts. Uh, okay. <laughs> Great. And that stuff is everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> uh, and then you get to the guest book. And this thing was fun. The guest book was fun. Because it was the most unorganized guest book I've ever seen. First of all, there's two different rule books within the rule book. <laughs> so you open the book. It's two different sets of rules. Very confusing. It's like, if you want to control the pool, use this app. And then the other one's like, if you want to control the pool, too bad. We control the pool. And you're like, well, which one is it? 
but fine. And then there's like, don't break this. If you break this, it's this much money. If you break this, it's this much money. And you're just like, shit, I hope I don't break anything, which I've never broken anything at Airbnbs. I'm very respectful. Even though I snoop and I look at everything in the house, I'm respectful, okay? I'm not going to break your shit. Okay, I'm going to be as respectful as possible. I want it to be a good stay. I want the people to keep renting. I don't want to get kicked off Airbnb. So I'm a respectful person. Okay. And I got the same vibe from this woman. Sometimes you go to Airbnbs and they're like, don't even think about touching the closet door handle because that cost me $10 to wipe off the brass on the handle. And you're like, what? That doesn't make a shred of sense. Or the, I, hey, don't heat the pool. Hey, I know it's October and it gets down to 50 degrees at night and the pool's going to be ice cold, but don't t- don't heat the pool. Don't use one of the amenities which inspired you to rent this house. Hey, shush. I'm heating the pool. <laughs> That's why I'm here, to have a comfortable pool experience. And if you don't want to pay all that money, for the pool bills, then up your charge for the Airbnb and just say, hey, heat the pool. Obviously, don't heat it too much. Or maybe do you do. I don't fucking care. <laughs> but you're going through the rules. And one of the rules said, by the way, this house is probably a $7 million house, $6 million house, something like that. It's huge, right? And it's in Palm Springs. You're paying for the real estate. But it's big. It's like a four-bedroom house. They have a pool, jacuzzi, nice outdoor area, tons of space, complete waste of space of a backyard in the back. They probably had about two acres of land back there that just had absolutely nothing on it, which I don't understand. But then they have all this nice stuff there, right? And that you're reading the book. And you're like, all right, obviously, we'll be careful around this. Be careful around that. You can be particular, whatever. But one of the rules said... Uh, don't put the plastic glasses in the dishwasher as they will scratch. <laughs> hey, why do you have plastic glasses? Are you 20 years old and living in a dorm room? Hmm? Do, uh, do you not have other glasses to use? My first question is, why do you have plastic glasses? You have other <laughs> Glass glasses to use, nice things, okay? And you think plastic is the best choice, but also you think taking care of these plastic things is the best choice. What did that cost you, $5 to, to buy in this multi-million dollar house and you're worried about the plastic glasses? Get a grip, lady. <laughs> There's no, like, you don't need, no one, I don't want to use plastic glasses, they're shitty. I don't even have plastic glasses. I have a couple cups that are plastic, but I would never have plastic wine glasses because I'm not a stupid loser. And if they get ruined, who cares? And there were signs all over the house. It wasn't just in the guest book. It was in the pantries. Like you'd open the door to see the plastic glasses and the only, and there's like nice wine glasses and like nice dinnerware glasses and stuff. And she, oh, the only thing labeled on the thing was don't scratch the plastic glasses. <laughs> hey, chill, okay? I think it'll be okay. I think you'll be able to financially recover from this. Q Tiger King. I will never financially recover from this. Cool it, lady. And then you start you know, scrolling down more and you're perusing the guest book. And then <laughs> one thing caught my eye. It says... Uh, it's okay to have sex in our beds, which, first of all, oops, 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 oops. Why are you bringing that up in a guest book? Oops. 
oops, that's too much information. You shouldn't be bringing up the sex lives of strangers staying in your house in the guest book. It says, if you have sex in our beds, please be sure to clean the sheets. Smiley face. Ah. What? That's a weird thing to say. That's a very weird thing to say and a very weird thing to call out because I know, like, I know, you know, sex is happening in these Airbnbs, right? You know that people are obviously going to Airbnbs, especially in, you know, like for Coachella or something. People are going to have sex in your beds. Okay, fine. I guess just get over it. But then to bring it out there in the open like that, clean the sheets. Well, what did you hire a cleaner for? What? Like, what if I didn't? How how are you ever going to know? Aren't you hiring cleaners to change the seats anyway? So if I do change the seats, you have cleaners come over afterwards. At least you should have cleaners come over afterwards to clean up your house before the next guest arrives. And they're cleaning the sheets too, so you're double cleaning the sheets. That's a waste of water, you stupid idiot. And you're in the desert, and that's that's t- a terrible thing to waste in the desert, dummy. So, <laughs> A, weird as shit. Don't bring that up. Oops. B, do you not have cleaners? Is that what you're implying? strange okay and maybe i'm being nitpicky here but that's a weird thing but it doesn't end there folks we keep uh scrolling through the book and i read this book for like it was so thick but i I kept going through it because you kept finding little nuggets right the plastic glasses and the sex stuff and then it's like there's telling you things to do in the area like oh here's the things you should do in palm springs and then one of the things is like one of the best things to do at this house, one of the best, it's like we have games in the closet. You can swim outside. You can play Frisbee in the backyard. But also, I would recommend using the outdoor shower. It's a magical, spiritual experience. But it's best done naked. Hey, r- remove the sexual aspects of this guest book. Please don't tell me to shower naked outside. I mean, you have to assume it's a four-bedroom house. There's other people here. I'm not just going to go outside and shower naked in front of everyone right next to the pool. What are you talking about? You know where I will shower naked? In the regular shower. And that's your best activity? How good can a shower be? You tell me. Because apparently it's the most blissful experience of your life. <laughs> Well, now we did have a great time. I'm not shitting like these poor, this poor family shitting on them. Whatever, it's not like they're ever going to hear it. I don't even know their names. I wasn't the one on the reservation for the Airbnb, but that's weird. Okay, that's a little weird. And then you start picturing in your mind, you're like, okay, well, these parents are obviously very cool with sex around their house and stuff. They have all these little weird little sexual hints, and we're like, maybe they're swingers. They kind of look like swingers, right? They look kind of adventurous and boisterous and. You look on pictures on their wall, um, they had a whole cork board of all their fucking family photos since 1984, and you're like, oh, these people seem like swingers. They totally do. I could totally see them having a big swinger party here. <laughs> and then we're talking outside, and uh, someone goes, you know what the, the, the sign for swingers is? We're like, what? Goes, it's either an upside-down pineapple or pink flamingo. I have no idea if this is true. I haven't verified this. I'm just spewing out information I heard, but it sounds right, so I'll roll with it, Okay. Upside down pineapples or flamingos. Okay, wow. Well, if we find one of those, we'll report it because that will confirm our suspicions on this weird couple who likes you to shower naked and have sex in their beds. And um, I go out to the garage no more than 10 minutes later. I'm trying to find some stuff for the pool and I find several P 
pink flamingo floaties. Now, that could be nothing because pink flamingos are a very popular floaty. Or it could mean this weird couple are swingers. And that's a terrible theory. I don't know. There's no more evidence to back it up other than the pictures and stuff that we saw when we were there. But in the pink flamingo, which could very well be a sign of swingers. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But it's fun to think about, isn't it? Plastic glasses. I don't know why, but that to me seems like more evidence of backing up that this couple is swingers. <laughs> but it was a fun weekend overall. It was good. I'm glad uh, we went. Uh, that was fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, Palm Springs is good. And um, so I'm I'm happy we went. Got some time to r- relax a skosh before heading into another crazy week. But here I am recording episodes for you guys because I'm a nice person. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my very, very best. So you should all be appreciative of me. And be just thankful that I'm alive after I beat this horrendous disease, COVID. Um, what I mean, I feel like I missed a lot. Is there any point in touching the stuff that I missed in the last two weeks? I feel like probably not. The one big notable one is uh, Bill Cosby's out of jail, which is... One of the craziest things I've ever heard. I don't know how he's out of jail. Uh, I thought, once you're convicted, you're there. But apparently they did something where it's like, oh, you can't use the testimony he used in the trial, so therefore he goes free or some shit. I don't know. He testified about something when he wasn't supposed to testify about something or they used evidence they weren't supposed to use in the case. I don't know. All I know is how do we live in a world where Bill Cosby runs free and Chris Brown also runs free? What is happening? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it's bizarre because I don't know how old Bill Cosby is. He's got to be in his 80s. Right? He's pretty old. He's an old geezer. Right? He's an old fucking geezer. But, like, is he going to keep touring? Like, do you just brush yourself off and keep touring after this? Like, what is... What happens? We can't... You can't try him again for the same crime, right? But there's all these people who came out against him. And I think everyone should get a fair trial, but it's the same thing, again, with Chris Brown. There's enough people that accuse you, odds are, it's probably true, right? If all the stories kind of line up, and it wasn't a coordinated effort or anything, and it wasn't based on anything malicious to try to bring the person down, Chris Brown's a shitty person. Bill Cosby, shitty person. (laughs) But yet here he is, roaming free. And that's just... What? Like... The, the last year and a half has just been insanity. Although, actually, the last couple of weeks haven't been that bad. I should, I suppose I should be thankful because I feel like every week last week, it was just one thing after the next, after the next, after the next, after the next. And uh, I don't know. I'm either not paying enough attention or stuff feels to have calmed down other than Bill Cosby getting out of jail, which I don't... Can someone explain that to me? <laughs> Weird. In other weird news, we only have six minutes left. Ah, that went by really fast, didn't it? God, I'm just getting ramped up here. Uh, But I'm keeping it short today because I feel like it. Shush. I feel like it. I'm COVID boy, and I beat it. Uh, In other weird news, um, this (laughs) new, uh, like, dating show is coming out on uh, Netflix. And you have to look at this because it's... I, well, what is this simulation that we live in? <laughs> and you'll see what I mean right here. Check this out. 
Okay. Thank you guys so much for three awesome days, Ethan. I love how genuine you are. Like what? Look at his face. He's so different from face. anyone I've ever dated, which I think is a plus. However, I feel like maybe we don't have enough in common to keep the spark alive. Look at his face. Tyler. This is so creepy. You are my type to a T, but maybe you're a little bit too much of a ladies' man. Josh, I love that you're a nerd, and I feel like you have no hoes back home, which is really important to me. Uh... However, I feel like maybe you might not be ready for the type of commitment that I'm ready for. I wish I could go on a second date with that you guys, like... but unfortunately, this is so I'm have to let one of you go. Strange. And that person is. thing and that's it that's the preview it hasn't come out yet i think it's out in a week or two i guess the premise of the show is you're you're supposed to date someone based only on their personality and not their looks so you dress them up like these crazy characters like the tin man or that bull minotaur guy or some alien right and she's dressed as a panda and you're only basing them off of their personality so i suppose i get the concept of the show but this is like masked singer have you guys seen that i don't like masked singer it creeps me out and i get the same kind of vibe from this show i don't know what's supposed to be like this doesn't feel normal or like anything you're supposed to be doing in this life could they have made him look weirder i mean look at that tin man guy's face it's terrifying all of this is terrifying does it feel real like or does anyone else feel like the simulation we're living in keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder and it's just like it's just slowly adjusting the knob up and up and up and up and up until we just don't notice anymore that's what it feels like it's happening and i mean i'm gonna watch that show i'm gonna watch the first episode at least and feel it out and see what the deal is but holy moly <laughs> I just I have no words for for the stuff that people put out anymore. You got to get so creative, I suppose. I mean, it's a creative idea, I guess. But imagine being on that show. You got to sit for hours in a makeup chair just to go on a date with somebody. Ha. Huh. You don't get enough information from someone on the first date anyways. I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll we'll try to give it a shot. I mean, props to creativity, I suppose. I'm trying to be more positive. I'm trying to not be such a negative Nancy all the time. <laughs> and I know I say that a lot, but I'm actually trying to be more positive. So you know what? I'll end that little segment called What the Hell <laughs> with, I guess, nice work on the creativity, I suppose. And Okay. So thank you very much, Netflix, for creating content that is weird as shit and makes me want to talk about it. <laughs> and that's it um anyways uh so yeah i'm gonna get going here uh because i want to upload this episode by wednesday it's monday i'm recording this one today not that it matters but i'm recording this on a monday and i would like to get this up on wednesday and um i'll try to salvage that episode with my brothers maybe i'll post that uh later this week on friday or something um and then, actually, the, the my friend John, uh, who was I was actually in, in Palm Springs with, uh, he's supposed to be coming on. I was actually I was supposed to have him on the show a couple weeks ago, but I had COVID. I didn't want him to come over if I was... This was before I tested positive, but I felt sick. I didn't have him come over. So he was supposed to record that one. See, that's the thing is I'm still working behind the scenes. Just because I didn't post something doesn't mean I wasn't working because I was. So John... Uh, 
and uh, he will be on the show soon. So we'll, ha- we'll have some more guests. We'll keep doing some things. Uh, still getting this new rhythm as I'm in this new studio space. <laughs> and um, I'll try to post that episode with my brothers, and then this one will be up, and this will tide you over until then. But in the meantime, go watch my Star Wars podcast. If you like Star Wars, if you don't, I don't care. Go watch it anyways, maybe. I don't give a shit. It's called Another Star Wars Podcast. So go check it out on Instagram and stuff. I post clips all the time. But then I'll keep doing these. And I know you miss British Beth this week, but hopefully she'll be on next week. And I'll continue posting more regularly and not be a stupid degenerate. So that's that. Thank you guys for joining me today. I will see you next week. All right, goodbye. See you later. Bye. Bye.